We seek the face of the Lord. This is for you. Just in case you feel dry. Just in case you feel like you have gone very far. And you think that the Lord is angry with you. And you think that you cannot go back to him. Just in case you feel like your sins are many, they are much, they are heavy, and you feel too heavy that you cannot go back to the Lord. This is for you. This will help you drop all. You just need to seek his face and look unto him. For he has paid it all. So I just want you to shut your eyes where you are and just make a cry unto the Lord. Just make a cry, make a cry. Say, Lord, I come boldly unto your throne of grace. I come boldly unto your throne of grace. I obtain mercy and find grace for help in this time of mine. For Satan will kill me with guilt if you don't help me. If you don't help me, this is a cry to say, Lord, help me. My strength has failed me. I know I promised I was going to serve you with my body, my temple, with everything, but I failed again. Just come to him, receive boldness. Receive boldness. Oh, Lord. We are waiting, we are waiting, oh, we have got 
Son of David, oh, look upon me with your mercy, Son of David, oh, I am not ashamed of what you find in my heart, oh, oh my David, oh my David, oh, I am not ashamed of what you see in my heart, Watch me from distance, oh my David, oh, oh my David, oh, oh my David, oh. I am not ashamed. Search my heart, oh. Search my heart, oh. Oh, my David, oh. I am not ashamed. Search my heart, oh. Search my heart, oh. Son of David, oh. Whatever you find, punch me from those things, oh. Anything you see in me. Put me from those things, oh. Whatever you find, put me from those things, oh. Son of David, oh. Son of David, oh. There is a way that seems right to a man, oh. But just now is destruction. There is a way that may look right to a man, oh. But just now is destruction. There is a way that seems right to a man, oh. But they have to. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God. That's where they look right. That's where they look beautiful. Father, we give you praise. We give you thanks. Thank you for such a beautiful opportunity to minister to your people. Lord, we return glory and power unto your God. You bring every activity to mind before your God. Take control. Have your way. And bless us. Like you have been doing. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. My God. Are you sure the best Look at Pastor Chris. How you show the best you? Look at Papa De Boye. How you show the best you? Look at the book. Jesus show me best you. Look at Nigeria. Jesus shows best you. Look at Africa. Jesus shows best you. Say in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Father Lord, show us mercy tonight. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and begin to pray. Shaka 
Seek the face of the Lord. This is for you. Just in case you feel dry. Just in case you feel like you. That we will fly on the wings of purity. That every man we come under the shadows of the Almighty. And we will walk in the wings and walk in the path of righteousness. And flesh will die. Flesh will die. I will not be seen among us. And we will flee away from youthful lost. This is the desire of the Lord. We will not stop praying till we enter into the dimensions and into the paths of glory that the Lord wants us to be. Oh, this is a cry. It's a cry that Christians will wake up. It's a cry that every young and old will wake up into the reality of their living, into the reality of their purpose on earth, beyond the fame, beyond the stage, beyond the crowd, beyond the assets, beyond the material things and all that they own. Every man will chase after the gospel and they will know that they will seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing will be added also the rise for the time has come that every believer will worship the Lord in truth and his spirit in spirit in spirit you may want to pray it's a cry
There is no space for lost. They are the words. Yahweh's the light. Yahweh's the light. Yahweh's the light. Yahweh's the light. Oh, I am Yahweh's the light. Yahweh's the light. Every is Yahweh's the light. Every is Yahweh. After all the post, all that matters is how you see me. After all, say, My Father, my Lord, any well of Mara, as I begin to pray, let it dry from my life. Any well of bitterness, pain, of affliction, anywhere with the spirit of Mara, let it dry now in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Spirit of Mara, spirit of Mara, Even when your strength is failing, you press on again. In the well of pain, the well of Mara, 
pray some part. Come on, so tell me Father, in the name of Jesus, command you to try in the name of Jesus. Pray somebody. Any well of Mara, the well of pain, the well of bitterness, the well of affliction, dry in the name of Jesus. By the mandate of heaven, I command you, try for my life, try for my life. Pastor Chris can pray. If Peter Nels can pray, oh. if GUC can pray, who am I not? If Oedekwa can pray, if Benson in the Osa can pray, if our fathers can pray, who am I not? For we cannot pray enough. I will pray, I will pray, I will pray, oh, I will pray. You don't need to know that every man that is here the place of Thank you, Father. My God. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 51, verse 11. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Do not cast me forth from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Now, when I read the scripture, it shows me a lot of things it shows me a lot of things now this is a prayer that somebody was praying to god telling him do not cast me away from thy presence why is it that the man didn't say do not take my money do not take my wealth do not take my building my wife my children say do not cast me from thy presence Cast me not away from thy presence. It means that his presence means a lot of things even to him. He could have asked a lot of things, but one of the things that he asked was his presence. His presence means a lot to him. He didn't ask for anything, but one thing that he asked was the presence of God. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Having everything is not enough. Having the presence is all you need. It means that if a man possesses the presence of God, everything can be present in your life. The presence of God can call everything and that thing will respond present. 
am I talking to somebody? What makes wealth present in your life is the presence of God. What makes wealth to be sustained in your life is the presence of God. What makes your marriage to be beautiful and stand strong even in the test of time is the presence of God. What makes your ministry stand strong and so powerful, captivating and even capturing the, the, the eyes of everyone is the presence of God. Am I speaking to somebody? So if you are battling with a man who has the presence of God, first of all, declare yourself loose because a man with the presence of God has the power to bring everything that they are looking for into being. Am I talking to somebody? So it is very, very important to understand that the presence of God is a necessity in your life. It is something that you need. You cannot go without the presence of God. The presence of God will help you in all you do. Now, when the man said, cast me not away from thy presence, the next steps that the man begins to say is that, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. It means that the Holy Spirit of God has the ability to bring the presence of God into reality. Am I talking to somebody? So we have to realize that today, having the Holy Spirit and the manifest instincts of the Holy Spirit becomes the presence of God. Some people carry, or once you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you carry that Holy Spirit. But that does not necessarily mean that a man carries the presence of God. Am I talking to somebody? To some, your the, the Holy Spirit is as mute as dead it means that some of you you carry the holy spirit but it is mute or he is mute he cannot talk to you he cannot even speak to you why because you've been refusing his voice ever since he kept advising you you kept on rejecting that voice but today i came to show you that one of the things you need is his presence his presence can call that boss of yours. His presence can bring that business of yours. His presence can make you what you want to become. Am I talking to somebody? It is quite unfortunate that a lot of people seek after things that are not sustainable, things that are perishable, things that do not remain, things that aspire. But there are things that you seek from the Lord that stand firm and when his presence comes with you and your obedience to the voice of the Holy Spirit I can assure you whatever that that man got within years it will take a twinkle of an eye it can come to pass a lot of people have left the presence of God because of the things you engage yourself in now, there are a lot of things you do that do not allow God to manifest himself fully even in your life. Am I talking to somebody? The Bible says that be ye holy for God is holy and without holiness no man can see God. Now, the word no man can see God is not in the picture of maybe physicality. But we are talking about seeing God in terms of the presence of God in your life. We see that some people get testimonies that this one it can only be God. God showed up. This 
got to realize or we got to reason that although God is there, God is everywhere, but God chooses not to manifest himself everywhere. The manifest presence of God are locational dependent. It means that there are different locations that God chooses to manifest himself. Am I speaking to somebody? So as part of our spiritual foundations for the year, I'm advising your people on whatever it takes to prepare the ground for the manifestations of the presence of God, you must make sure that those things have been laid down so God can now plant himself in that grounds of manifestation. So his prayer was simple. His prayer was very simple but very powerful. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. The day the Holy Spirit will be taken away from you is not that the Holy Spirit left you. It is your possession. But you see, there is something that becomes of the Holy Spirit if you become disobedient to the voice of the Holy Spirit. So a lot of you, you are here and it is difficult to walk with God because you are not walking in the Spirit. Now, to walk in the Spirit is to walk in the discipline of the Word of God, the Spirit of God, and the principles of God. If you walk in discipline in these three dimensions, it means that you are living in the spirit. When we say somebody is spiritual, it's not somebody who pray. Yes, that may be an aspect of spirituality, but that does not necessarily mean that that is spiritual. That is why the Bible says that comparing spiritual things with spiritual things, it means that you cannot in your physical mind, you cannot in your carnal ideas, try to judge what is spiritual for somebody to know the things that are spiritual the person must first plant himself in the spirit am i talking to some so it is very important for us believers to know today that one of the things that we need in our foundation is the presence of god the presence of God is so unique. Now, David never lose, lost a battle. Why? Because the presence was always with him. The presence of God was always with him. I might speak to somebody. And today I pray for you. The presence of God will always be with you. That you overcome the challenges of life. In the name of Jesus. 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 May God restore you. May He restore you. May the presence of God be restored in your life. In the name of Jesus. May He choose to show you mercy. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 1 Samuel chapter 4, verse 1. 1 Samuel chapter 4, verse 1. The word of Samuel came to all Israel 
Now Israel went out against the Philistines to battle and pitched beside Ebenezer. And the Philistines pitched in Aphek, and the Philistines put themselves in array against Israel. And when they joined battle, Israel was smitten before the Philistines. Now listen. And when they joined battle, Israel was smitten before the Philistines. And they slew of the army in the field about 4,000 men. Did you hear that? In the field, about 4,000 men died. These are God's people. When the people were come into the camp, the elders of Israel said, Wherefore had the Lord smitten us today before the Philistines? Let us fetch the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of Shiloh unto us, that when it cometh among us, it may save us out of the hand of our enemies. So listen, now, they saw that when they were fighting with the people of Philistines, they saw that the battle was sore to them. And seeing that, they said, having an experience about what the Ark of the Covenant present. Now listen, when I was teaching about the tabernacles, I showed you that God said they should build this tabernacle so that he would dwell among his people. So that, that, that was the purpose why he told them to build the tabernacle. And I showed you how the Lord instructed Moses to build this tabernacle so that his presence would dwell with them. So all this while, Israel were carrying this one. It was something that could be carried from a place to another. It was a portable tabernacle. Am I talking to somebody? And in the tabernacle contained the Ark of the Covenant, which was in the Holy of Holies. Did you hear that? And this is the inner court. Now, we have the outer court and the inner court. When you go to the inner court, it is divided into two. We have the holy place and the most holy place. Now, the most holy place is where when you go, you see the Ark of the Covenant. On top of it, you see the mercy seat covering it. And in between those angels who are on top of the mercy seat, that is where the Shekinah glory was seen. So it was known that when the priest or the high priest enters there once every year, that is where he encounters God. Am I talking to somebody? So they perceive that the Ark of the Covenant, this speaks about the presence of God. It talks about the presence of God, that God is with them. Are you getting it? So when they went to battle and the Philistines were messing them up, now, about 400 men died at the battle. This is the first half of the battle. And God's people, for the first time, 400 men died. Remember that Eli was the priest at that time. He was the prophet at that time. And his sons were messing up. They were doing all kinds of things. The sacrifices they were supposed to sacrifice to God, they were rather eating it. The better part. They were rather taking the fatty part that was supposed to be given to God. Now, those times they used to sacrifice all kinds of animals. 
and there were parts that were described to the Levitical leaders or, or the leaders. Yes, the priest. Now, this part is supposed to be given to God. But when these children came, they were very stubborn. The Bible says that these people were able to even start some unusual fire. They were doing things that they were not supposed to do. And when that thing happened, God was angered. Am I talking to somebody? So Israel was sinning in the face of God. So when this battle began with the Philistines, God was not with them. Now, to fight against somebody with a certain God or a certain form of power and you fighting without the backing of any God, you are a loser in advance. Am I talking to somebody? So some people will tell you that as for this work, it is better you go to um, a malam or anybody that you think have power so that you will use it or you will believe in God because you cannot do this work with your own mind. Are you getting it? Because I do my way, they all say, Yes, so it means that these people were without a God. God was not backing them. But the Philistines, they had a God called Dagon. Now, Dagon was a God, a great God to them. Now, this God was backing them. And these people went to battle without God. I am a sotai. Now, do you know these people went without the presence of God? How can you win the battle without the presence of God? These people entered the field without the presence of God. They went to war without the presence of God. So when they saw that 400 men died, then they realized that, hey, we have to bring something that we know God manifests himself through and that is the act of the covenant so I think now you have the basis yes so they brought the act of the covenant now when we read from verse 1 the Bible says and the word of Samuel came to all Israel now Israel went out against the Philistines to battle and pitched beside Ebenezer and the Philistines preached in Africa, and the Philistines put themselves in area against Israel. And when they joined battle, Israel was smitten before the Philistines, and they slew of the army in the field about not even 400, 4,000 men. Yes, 4,000 men. And when the people were come into the camp, the elders of Israel said, Wherefore had the Lord smitten us today before the Philistines? So they were asking themselves, they didn't say that the Philistines have smitten us. Wherefore had the Lord, so to Israel, to the people who know God, when they failed at that time, they perceived that God has allowed it. Hmm, this is wisdom. Because they knew that if God, did, does, if, if God didn't allow it, these people couldn't have fought them to that end. Am I speaking to somebody? The battle is the Lord. Please, what is your name? Papa, please. Pray for me. I'm not well at all. Currently in the hospital. What is happening to you? Just listen to the word. When I'm done with the word, every sickness in your body will disappear. Just follow me. Thank you, Father. Am I speaking to somebody? 
So, and when the people were coming to the camp, the elders of Israel said, Wherefore had the Lord smitten us today? They did not blame the Philistines, they were blaming God. So, these people now had understanding that nobody can win over them if God has not allowed it. Am I talking to somebody? Now, this stands to reason that whatever happened to us, if God does not allow it, it will be difficult for the enemy to do it. This also has to also get to us that we have to understand that if something bad happened to us, then we ourselves allow it. The Bible says, if any man be test or if any man enter into test, we should not say that it is God who is testing us. If any man is being tested with evil, we should not say God is testing us, for God will not test us with evil, but our own last. Now, looking at the condition of Israel, their own last. These people were living a wrong life. They were living a life that did not honor God. Am I talking to somebody? They were living a life that did not honor him. And because they were living their life that did not honor God, that was the resource. Am I talking to somebody? That was what happened at the end of the day. It, it speaks a lot to us. They went to the field without God. Now, what have you started without God? Some people started ministry without God. Some people started business without God. Some people started marriage without God. Some people started journey without God. How are you going to fight the battles at the marketplace? People came with the goals of their family. People came with the ancestors of their family. People came with authority from the dark world. What authority have you come? Now, a time came that the Bible said that when the people saw what Peter, Paul, and the other apostles were doing, these sons of Sceba, they too also used the name to also cast out devils. Now, these people say that we know Paul. We know Peter, we know Jesus, but who are you? On whose name have you gone on the battlefield? Let me tell you, if you go on your own, you will fail. You need God. You need God. And that is the presence we are talking about. Now, when these people realized that the battle was sore for them, the people, so the Bible says in the verse 4, so the people sent to Shiloh that they might drink from thence the ark of the covenant of the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth between the cherubims and the two sons of Eli, Hophni, Phinehas, were there with the ark of the covenant of God. These were the people that have even messed their life. They were doing things that was not acceptable. They were living their life anyhow they did wrong in the face of God. Now, the reason why I use the word they did wrong in the face of God is that people do right in the face of men, but in the face of God, the right becomes wrong. Am I speaking to somebody? So before you call something right, is it right before God? Before you say something is right, is it right before God? Yes, to men, People can applaud you. You are good. Everything is fine. But to God, is it good before him? We have to be careful because the presence of God must always go with us. Everything we do, we must always walk in his presence. And then everything we need will be present. Am I talking to somebody? 
So the people sent to Shiloh. Now, when they sent people to Shiloh, that they may bring the covenant, the Ark of the Covenant, what was the importance of the Ark of the Covenant? Because you, you went for battle without God, and now you want to bring something, an element of God. Many people do this. They sleep and they put their Bible on their bed, thinking their Bible can save them. Meanwhile, you don't know God. The presence of God is not with you, but you are bringing an element of God. You are bringing the Bible, thinking that the Bible can save you. The Bible alone cannot save you. You need His presence, as God knows you. I have seen people who slept on three Bibles. They wake up and the enemy has messed them up in their dream. Am I talking to somebody? We can pour oil from top to down. And still, if you don't have his presence, if you don't know him, the enemy can mess with you. You can even sleep at the church, even on the altar. If you don't know him, the enemy will come on the altar and mess you up. Let me tell you, life is spiritual and reject things in the spirit. If you know God in terms of physicality and not spirituality, then you are a follower. Because the Bible says that a time will come that true worshippers shall worship him in truth and in spirit. So there are two things mentioned here. You must worship God in truth and also in the spirit. If you are worshiping God and it's not in truth, which is based in the spirit, you are not worshiping him. The same way some people are not serving God. They go to church, but they are not serving God. They are not worshiping God in truth and in spirit. They are worshiping God based on their emotions, based on their feelings. Serving God does not come with feelings. There are times you, you, you don't see God showing up, but yet you know you will still serve him. Am I speaking to somebody? These people went on the battlefield. They nearly lost the battle. They even lost it. 4,000 of your men died for the first half of the battle. 4,000 men died for the first half of the battle. And now you are you sent people to go to Shiloh so that they will bring the Ark of the Covenant. For what? That is what most of you do. You start things. You do not seek the face of God. You do not pray to God. You do not ask God, Father, what should I do? You even have a dream and you try to interpret it your own way. You don't ask the Holy Spirit, guide me. You always push it to people without understanding. And because of that, you are getting things wrong. Your life is not in line because nobody is explaining it line by line in the spirit to you. If you will know the ways of the Spirit, I am telling you, your path will be great. Am I talking to somebody? Am I speaking to somebody? So understand this concept of God and your way will be clean. Understand this concept of God and everything about you will be clear. Am I talking to somebody? Are you learning? Are you learning? Someone of high so some people will start a job and when they are stuck they are not looking for god please can you call my pastor for me please can you call my this for me please can we now go to church let me tell you answers will not just come like that it does not just happen like that let me tell you when you are starting a thing start with god when you are ending it end with god and the, on the process of that thing, 
please go through it with God. Everything you do involve Him. You need His presence. The presence of God is the life giving factor of everything that you are doing. Now, the presence of God can now be ascribed as the Holy Spirit. That's why I always tell people the Holy Spirit is the most important person on earth. Look at the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. Anytime the Holy Spirit shows up in terms of manifestation, that is the manifest presence of God, it speaks about God. God in spirit manifesting in humanity. So the Holy Spirit is a rep for God. Am I talking to somebody? When you are looking for God, look to His Spirit. His Spirit is already in you. And through His Spirit, you, you will be captured in a realm where you will gain deeper truth of Him, that you will walk with it, work with it, and now see results. A lot of people have refused to obey what the Spirit even shows them, and that is why their life is in a mess. They try to do all kinds of things, and it's not working for them. You ask them, even did you start praying to God about an instruction, about direction, about this relationship, and they would tell you no. Did you inquire of the Lord before you started this company they will say no did you pray to god before you got married they say no in fact did you pray ahead of time for your children they say no when you were dating the lady who were dating were you praying for her they say no they are not involving god in anything when you were starting a new ministry did you ask god that can i start did god told you or did God tell you that you could start? They say no. And you want God to be in the middle? It doesn't happen that way. It doesn't happen that way. God is not a pivotal point alone. God is not a pivotal point alone. God is your all in all. Whatever you do without Him, that thing is useless. It doesn't matter how costly that thing is. It doesn't matter how beautiful that thing is. If it doesn't have God factor, that thing has lost its value. Am I speaking to somebody? So some people start things before they inquire of God. Oh God, can you please now help me? Why are you asking God something that you've done for seven years? You are now asking God to help you. Of course, he may show up, but he may choose not to also show up. That's why the Bible says that seek the Lord whilst he may be found. Now, this scripture is very, very deep. It means that there are times you will seek him, he will not be found. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Seek him while he may be found. Am I talking to somebody? And you see, on your calling, the, you see, the psalmist at time was praying and said, Why, God, you seem so far away from me? You seem so far away from me. At times, God will seem so far away from you because you are not close to him. The Bible says that the Lord is closer to those who are closer to him. So, so don't come to God and think that because he's God, he's going to do everything for you. There are principles. There are requirements. You are not just there. He has leaving you to make a decision. The same way he has been left 
to also make his decision. And your decision must align with his own before you can attract his attention. Am I talking to somebody? The attention of God is not provoked like that easily. There are things you do that provoke God's attention. You look through the scriptures, a lot of people provoke God's attention through faith, some through sacrifices, some through fellowship, some through honesty, some through a lot of things that they did. Am I talking to somebody? Some through patience, they provoke God's attention to their life. You need his presence. Afflict me with all the afflictions of life. One manifestation of the presence of God can scatter every attack of the enemy from my life. I am an awesome man, Akai. If there is anything you need to seek, seek his presence. I In seeking his presence, there are a lot of things you will reject. Because anybody who seeks God's presence must now reject the worldly desires. Am I speaking to somebody? Now look at, these people were losing the battle. And now they said, go to Shiloh and bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth between the cherubims. Now in verse 5, the Bible says, And when the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout, so that the earth rang again. And when the Philistines, now the word rank again is very deep. I love it. I pray for you. The joy that came two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, that testimony, that rank that make, made you happy, may it rank again. May it rank again. May it rank again in the name of Jesus. There was a noise. Why? Because the Ark of the Covenant has now returned. So they put their confidence in the Ark of the Covenant. Now, this is an element of the presence of God. But you see, people of God, let, let me show you something. You can carry an element of God, but without knowing the source of God, the element is useless. <laughs> Glory. Am I speaking to somebody? The same way people carry their Bibles, and their Bibles are useless as toilet papers. Do you know why? They are carrying it, but they are not carrying God. I'm not so bad. I pray you will not just carry your Bible without not carrying God. In the name of Jesus, may you carry him and may you carry everything that concerns him. In the name of Jesus. Can I continue? I hope you are making notes and I hope you are learning tonight. I hope there is transition. I hope God is changing your mindset. I hope everything is in line now. I hope you are growing and I hope you are glowing. Okay, let's continue. So don't ever think this is something you must put in mind. Don't ever think 
don't ever think that God is in the Bible if you don't know him. Because the presence that manifests in the scriptures is the presence that manifested by your own self-encounter with him. If you don't have encounter with God personally, he will not show up in a word to you. Okay. If you don't know him, you pray to him, he does not respond. It's a principle. If you don't know him, you give him your sacrifice. Your sacrifice is rejected, although accepted by your pastor, but before God, it is rejected. You see, I teach people about giving, and as I told them, if you give to me, you are not giving to me. God make, make men as altars, especially prophet. The reason why we accept sacrifice is because God makes men as altars. Once you give to me, even if I don't pray for you, the reason through which you give, God will respond. Why? Because you've given to God indirectly. Am I talking to somebody? The same way if you give something to me and that thing, God does not accept it. I don't have a blessing to give you. Because if I bless, on which foundation am I blessing? It is Christ. So before I bless for it to be blessed, you see, when I say God bless you, there is a blesser that we do not see with our physical eyes. He is the one who takes my word to bless. So if your money, if your money, your seed, your gift, if it does not honor God in the way he wanted to honor him, he does not accept it. Although in the face of men, you are sacrificing, but God does not accept it. Am I talking to somebody? The same way some people, you don't know God. You only come to service, but you don't know him. Look through you. You don't even have 10 minutes with God. It is so sad. You cannot spend even 10 minutes. Remember the day that you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You thought everybody was a sinful person around you. The time and the love you showed God. Ah, the beauty, the beauty, the beauty of the Spirit. The day you were baptized in the Holy Spirit. You could sleep and you are looking into the, 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 the roof. And you bless Sora Sate, Sonomonoscapanene. Hey, thank you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. You could say, I love you, and you'll be smiling, and you begin to make a noise, and it was a joyful noise unto the Lord. Sometimes tears will be just dropping, just like that. And you could have a thick feeling of the presence of God. Now, is it the same? Thank you, Father. So, you having an element of God. One of the elements is prayer. You are praying, but you don't know God. You are praying, but you don't know God. 
because once once you are praying or whilst you are praying you have issues with your brother issues with your sister issues with your parent that you said i will not let it go an issue with a brother that will not let go you are standing in the presence of god but you want to have fellowship with god but not having fellowship with your parent my god it hasn't happened that way understand if there is anything you must do to activate his presence in your life do it Now, when you read Isaiah chapter 1 verse 13, can we read it together? Isaiah chapter 1 verse 13. The Lord was angry. The man was angry with the people. He said, stop bringing meaningless offerings. Your incense is detestable to me. New moon Sabbath and convocations. I cannot bear your wordless assemblies. Now, this is a meeting of the people, and God said he cannot bear their wordless assemblies. You know what the Bible said? We should not forsake the assembling of the brethren. But here, God saw that when they come together, the purpose was not even for him. They were in war. They were in battle. They were in argument. They were not together. They were not united. You see, meeting together does not mean you are together. I've seen married people on bed, but they, these are married people on the, that sleep on the same bed, but they are never united in their heart. I have re read something about a man who married a woman because the woman did something to him. That he want to repay the woman back they have given birth and live long in marriage yet when the time came the man rejected the woman told her about all the stories that happened what she did to him people are wicked so it, it means that you can have fellowship you can come to church but your mind your heart is so far away from god now, these people were bringing sacrifices, but God's, God was not interested in the sacrifice. You see, any, especially when it comes to those who partner my life and partner my ministry, I always tell them, it is not about the sacrifice, but your heart attached to it. Some people, when they are giving, anytime they are giving, not even the partners, but I'm talking about general giving. There are some people, when they are giving to their church, it is like their pastors force them to do it. And when God looks at a heart like this, do you think God will be moved? So whatever you are doing, if you want to activate the presence of God, whatever you are doing, please, you must do it with your heart. You must be touched to do it. You must be led to do it. You must be touched that I have to do this. You must not see something strange before you do that. Because, you see, giving or doing anything in the kingdom is not to man, but to God. So the moment you see it in that picture, 
then you always be touched and not be convinced by long talks of people am i talking to somebody and that is when those are the people that god gives them reward a lot of people be like say i have been doing this and that but i'm not seeing anything now ask them are you sure you are doing it with your heart are you sure you are not offended are you sure you are not forced to do it are you sure that after giving you don't talk about it after working in the church you don't talk about it are you sure that you you don't see see it as you are helping them without you they cannot survive they'll be like to be honest with you sir sometimes i have that feeling i say yes work on it see everything for you that it is not for you you are a custodian and everything that is connected to you is god's therefore when you are giving it back to him it should be done willingly but joyfully am i talking to somebody so here i am trying to show you that if you don't know god even your sacrifice your offering can be rejected although you are giving it but it can be rejected he said that stop bringing me your meaningless gifts the incense of your offering disgust me hey i love the scripture Isaiah chapter 1 verse 30 stop bringing me your meaningless gift the incense of your offering disgust me oh, yeah. it disgust me god is speaking to his people stop bringing it so let me tell you if you don't know god everything around you you may be praying but i'm telling you are wasting your time you may be fasting but hey you are wasting your time whatever you are doing may be meaningless to god learning somebody sometimes you think that whatever you are doing you are doing for god but it is detestable it is meaningless it is it is not accepted your incense is detestable to me it is abomination it disgusts me now the word incense most at times in the scripture was used in the position of prayer so i can say that your prayers your prayers is abomination to me some people you see you need god's presence you see if you don't have a spirit and if you don't walk in a spirit whatever you would do you would think in the face of men you are doing it for god but with god that thing he doesn't know remember what he said that some at the end time people will come and say lord we use your name to cast out devils we use your name to do this and that you say go i know you not get thee get out from my face i know you not i don't know you why because all the things that you were doing there was no god factor in that thing am i talking to somebody these people went to war and when they went to war when they saw that they were losing that was when 
they invited the Ark of the Covenant. Can you imagine? That is how some of you, your life is. That is how some of you, your life is. Because some of you, you only invite God when you start seeing that things are going wrong. You only invite God when you see that you are failing, when you see that doctors give you bad report. That's why you are inviting God. Oh God, come and heal me. Oh God, come and give me this. Oh God, come. When you see that your age is passing, that is when you are, you are praying to God. A man came to me and I saw the man that the man has wasted all his years doing the wrong thing. I was so sad because looking at the life of the man, there was no life in him, although living. But I asked the Lord to help such person, even at that age. God should help him find his calling and his assignment so he can fulfill it. Work with God. Work in Him. Am I talking to somebody? The presence of God is very, very important in our lives. Can you imagine? You are now failing and you are now seeking God. And this is our lives. We always try to do things by our own strength. People tell me that they have all the wisdom to do it but we've seen through history people were very very intelligent people have everything but one day they just lose it all if you have everything and you don't have God then you have nothing but if you don't have anything but you have God you have everything I talking to somebody now when they brought the ark of the covenant that was when the people were so excited thinking that the ark of the covenant an element of God a symbol of the presence of God they thought it was going to save them some people when you are fighting your demons you will take your Bible in the name of Jesus I cast you out and still you are struggling do you know what you don't know God in person you are using the Bible you think the Bible can drive out things you think the Bible can call forth things so you take the Bible you are using the Bible <laughs> one time a friend of mine said that's he was struggling with all these bad dreams and all that. The day that he slept, he said, let me take my Bible on, under my pillow. Let me sleep on it. The day he slept on it, that was the day they really shipped him. They flipped him by serious one. <laughs> I asked you, so where was the Bible? So under the pillow. Let me tell you. You can carry everything, anointing, oil, Bible, holy water, 
um, everything, you can carry it. Even the wine of Gilead I give you, you can carry everything. If you don't know him personally, if his presence is not with you, those things will become useless. It will only work by the basis of the covenant I have with God. So God will choose to honor his word because he has a, he have, he have a covenant with me. Maybe the word of God is a covenant between myself and my God. So God will look at that and say, that, okay, because of the covenant I have with my son, George McEagle, you are sick, although you don't know me, but I will look at the covenant to heal you. That's why some people, I, I always tell you to find fathers. Find fathers that will help you. If you want to go far, find fathers. But if you think you can go by yourself, you can do it. Find fathers. Pray to God, Father. I, I, I know you are the father of all. But like Paul and Timothy, like Elijah and Elisha, Lord, give me an earthly covenant father. Or show me an earthly covenant father whom I should subscribe to. Let that person accept me and teach me your ways and guide me in life and help me to be humble to learn from that person. I'm teaching you how to pray that prayer. Lord, help me to be humble under such person. Father, let the person accept me when I speak to the person about it. So when you are done, you, you fast and pray about it because it's a serious decision I'm making. When you are done about that, you can't start calling somebody your father and you think the person is your father. No. Every man of God automatically is like a father. But there is that which we, we call covenant father. It's an agreement. You are, there must be an introduction. There must be an acceptance. Are you getting it? Yes. And that father needs to coronate you into his realm of governance where God has made him a father. Am I speaking to somebody? Because if you don't have somebody who is a father like this and your life is going wayward, who can rebook you? Find somebody who can rebook you in life. Find somebody who can control you in life. Find, find somebody who will never let you go. Who will hold you tight. No, this is my own son. This is my own daughter. No matter what, I will make sure he walks in the ways of God. Glory to Jesus. Is somebody learning today? Is somebody blessed today? When you do that, you can now activate the presence of God, knowing his ways and knowing his purpose for your life. Because a father has been positioned in your life and the covenant your father has, that covenant can also speak for you on your behalf. Although you have nothing with God, to some people, you may not have anything to know with God, but have somebody who know God. <laughs> the last time the Bible said that there was a man, there was a great man, and this great man was a boss in the army. But the man was leprous. But there was this maid servant, and the maid servant told the wife that, in my city, I know a prophet. My God, my God. A lot of people have been introducing a lot of people to me. And they'll be like, in my city, I know a prophet. He's called George Mark Eagle. I know if you contact him, you will be healed. I know if you contact him, 
God will change your life. Yes, it's a knowing. And it is not wrong. Now, when, you, when, you, when, you, when people begin to say these things, people think they are wrong. It started in the Bible. I know in my city, I know in my city, a prophet, the prophet, I know a prophet of God. My God. I know, I know because I have seen it before in my own life. I have also experienced it myself. I have also seen what God has been using him to do. I know this man, God is with him. Don't allocate yourself with a man who is only with God. Now listen, there are two things. There are men who are with God and there are men who God is with. (laughs) Find men who are with God and who God is with them. Don't find men who are only with God because there are people who are with God once they are an issue. But people God is with them, they are the people who carry the presence of God. When the people came and questioned Jesus, they saw something said that no man can do these things except God is with him. No man can do these things except God be with him. So if God is not with certain kind of people, there are things that people cannot do. This is that no man can do this thing except he's with God. Yes, you can be with God, but God cannot be with you. Some people, God is not with them. They are with God. They are with God because they are an issue. They are with God because they have problems. They are bringing requests. People that God is with them, they have been provoked. They have provoked the heart of God that God has to come down and follow them. David was a man that God was following him. See, a man after my heart. Daniel was a man that God was with. Now, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, these men entered the fire and God was with them. Let me tell you, there are men God is with them. When you want to locate the presence of God and, and you cannot find it and you want to be mentored by men, find men that by prayer and by understanding and by conviction, you know God is with them. Ah, thank you, Spirit of God. Are you learning somebody? Now, these people left these people left the Holy Ghost. Let me put it in that way. To them, the Holy Ghost was, was the Ark of the Covenant. It was the presence of God. They left it. And now they brought it, an element of God. They are now inviting it. Now, I want to show you something. Let's read together. Verse 5. And when the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout, so that the earth rang again. And when the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, What meaneth the noise of this great, this great shout in the camp of the Hebrews? And they understood that the Ark of the Lord was come into the camp. 
and the Philistines were afraid. Listen, why were they afraid? Because they understood that the Ark of the Covenant is the presence of God. So once they have the presence of God, it is a danger to them. But look at what will happen. And when the Philistines were afraid, for they said, God is come into the camp. Listen, God has now come to the camp. So they were afraid. But they understood that this one, God was not with them when they were battling with them because God himself has withdrawn from his people. Why? Because they were sinning against them. Two, their leaders, God didn't know them. Why? Because they did things that God has not approved. The Bible said these children, Hophni and Pinia, they started a strange fire. The things that were not supposed to be done, they were doing it. So God detached himself from them. So they were left alone. Mercy to people, God has left them alone. You see, they thought in their mind that they, that God is with them. But you see, when they brought the Ark of the Covenant, it is like, following God but as God following them you can bring the element you have the church you can enter the church you can even you can even fall on the altar you can even do all kinds of things yet is God with you I've seen some people that can sing and the Holy Ghost will, will, will slap people. People will be slain and will be falling in the church. I know men of God. They will blow and people will start falling like what we have been doing. But they don't. God doesn't know them. They know God, but God don't know them. Now, let me, let me split it in a bit for you to understand. Do you know that some people know me, but I don't know them? The same way some people know God, but God doesn't know them. Come on, separate the Pastor me, I know you. I've been coming to you, I've been seeing you. I, I always see you. You are very quiet. You'll be sitting down, reserved, and all that. They, they can describe me and say all kinds of things. I, have, I don't know you. But I have not seen those people before. So some people, they know God, but God doesn't know them. You're crossing your legs. <laughs> Am I speaking to somebody? And the Philistines were afraid, for they said, God is come into the camp. And they said, woe unto us, for there had not been such a thing here to fall. Woe unto us. Now, these people were now cursing themselves. They were afraid. They were even using negative words. Woe unto us, who shall deliver us out of the hand of this mighty God? Because if God himself is in the camp, who will now deliver the people? So they have understanding. You see, these people were very wise. They were intelligent. The same way, let me, let me open your eyes tonight. The same way the enemy is very intelligent. The Lord showed me something. And the Lord should be a man of God. And the man of God was ministering. And the Lord said, when the man of God was ministering, nothing was happening. And the man of God located a brother. And he said that, ah, it was like in the dream, the man of God was trying to minister hard. Like he was forcing something to happen. People to be healed. People to, to, to get delivered. But it was not happening. 
And the man of God is known for that thing. So in the dream, I saw that the man of God was trying, but things were not working. And later, the man of God, I think the man of God was having like a crusade. It was like three days or two days in the dream. So in the next day, a guy and a lady went to that meeting. The man of God tried to do it again. Nothing happened. And the Lord told the man of God. So I was just there observing. God was teaching me something. And the Lord told the man of God that there is a guy here and a lady here. They have been doing something very wrong. And they are part of the leaders of where you are doing the crusade. And that is why nothing can happen. And it is because they have defiled the altar on this house. And I was like, wow. So I was learning. So immediately, the man of God called these people. And the people begin to run because they were ashamed. I think they perceived that the man of God was going to talk about the issue. But it has something to do with sexual thing. So when the man of God began speaking, he said that, you, you are the reason. Don't run. I am not here to disgrace you. You are the reason why God cannot move since day one and day two i have been trying to pray for people they are not getting healed i've been trying to pray for they are not getting delivered because you have defiled this ground to repent and the people begin to cry and he prayed for them and immediately when that thing happened i saw the spirit of death standing with the those people who did that the spirit of death, death was standing in person like a human being. And the spirit of death said, this is what you do. That makes it easy for us to attach ourselves to you and kill you. So I, it was very deep. The Lord was showing me a mystery in, in a dream. Recently, I was having this encounter with God and God was showing me a lot of things. And he said that the spirit of death told the guy that these things you have doing wrongly if we want to kill you it is easy why because you don't have any form of preservation on your lives because you have sinned against your god is somebody learning from these things that i've been sharing to you because i don't share some of these things it's personal but i'm trying to share it for you to understand how the presence of god is the spirit of death was standing there. So I saw different people. And all these people that I saw, it was like I saw them around a cemetery, like a location where they buried people. But I saw that the individual was, I saw an individual who carried a certain sickness. I saw a, an individual who carried a certain problem. And they were all named. Like you will see if it is um, um, HIV, you see a person, like a man. And you see, the moment you see them in a dream, you will understand that this is HIV. I don't know if you get it. Yes, there are some dreams you don't need explanation. The moment you enter, you know that this is this, this is that. I don't know if you've, you've been gotten such dreams. I say, uh -huh, we are not going to say way away. Uh -huh, we are not going to say way away. Yes, that is what, what, what was happening to me. So when I saw that, after the man of God, the man of God was performing a lot of miracles. And the guy that I saw and the lady, immediately was taken to a place that i saw people like being buried it looks like an arena so when i saw them there 
the, the, the spirit of death came like a person and the spirit of death said, this is what you do that I can attach myself to you and kill you easily because you don't have the presence of God in your life. You don't have any covering. You don't have any preservative power because you have sinned against your God. I say, Jesus. Okay. This is why sometimes you see good people and because of some small mistake, something bad will happen to them and everybody will be crying. You don't understand because they did what is wrong secretly and the enemy had a way to afflict such person. Some people will lose their job. Like, oh, but this person is not supposed to. This person come to church. This person serve well. But there were things they were doing that caused God to detach himself from him or from her. Let's be careful. The presence of God is very, very important. But it takes a lot of sacrifice to provoke the presence of God daily in our lives. To sustain the presence of God is to kill every canality in your life. Am I speaking to somebody? So when the spirit of death was done, another spirit came, like a person, and he said that it is easy for me to afflict you. So I saw that that is affliction. He said, it is easy for me to afflict you because once you did this, you are naked. For that one, that's what I heard. He said, once you have done this, you are naked. I can afflict you easily. So it is like those spirits were coming. This spirit will come. And I was so afraid in the dream. When I had that dream, I said, no, this is not a normal dream. I am a prophet and God is speaking to me. This is a vision of the night. God said, um, 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 God said that this, I had the understanding that this is a vision of the night. So looking at what I saw, like a person will drop and the person will be named. This is HIV. This is affliction. This is the spirit of death. But they all came in person and they'll begin to talk to those people. And I'm there observing it like somebody that traveled to a place and observing whatever is going on. And I saw them and I saw, and I saw how easy the enemy can afflict people. I beg you, people of God. Live your life for God. Live it for Him alone. This is a message you must repeat it over and over and over in your life. Live it. Make sure the presence of God is with you. You can lose your boyfriend. You can lose your girlfriend. You can lose your parents. You can lose anything. But do not lose the presence of God. Because I remember a testimony that came. A lady who was dating a guy on this platform. The guy died. But because cause a man carried the presence of God and the man through a, a prophetic direction prayed on a mantle the mantle was able to bring the guy back to life imagine if nobody was there to pray on the mantle what will happen imagine if we all of us are carrying the presence of God in a higher dimension what we can do the reason why some men of God are different from other men of God is the presence they carry. There are some men of God when they enter into an atmosphere, the atmosphere suddenly changes. Even the speakers that are misbehaving, it begins to change. One time I saw a great man of God in Ghana entering into a certain place. 
and it was a conference the moment that person entered there in fact the machine was giving us challenges we were having issues but the moment the person entered there suddenly the machine began to work i was like wow wow everything like the atmosphere the presence you could see some aura my god i was like jesus it means the man has cooked himself in his presence i was watching a man of god from nigeria he came to ghana for the first time to minister on a certain altar and when i was watching him from tv looking at the atmosphere i was like lord like this like this like this like this it cost to walk in his presence it costs you everything it costs you to lose a lot of friends it costs you to 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 cut off too much talk and chat on phone you will spend a lot of time with god in the secret place you need to pray and seek the face of god you need to build constant fellowship with god Rachel, god bless you for the seed god bless you for the seed may the seed speak for you Stephanie, may God bless you for the seed. May the seed speak for you in Jesus' name. Am I speaking to somebody? Now the Philistines now had understanding about the Ark of the Covenant that this thing can damage their life. This thing can destroy their life. He said that if God is with them, then who will now defend us? They had understanding about their God, but this God they have understanding. Even the Philistines, let me tell you, your enemy have knowledge about certain things in your life. The day you lose God, your enemy know. The day God withdraw from you, your enemy know. Do you, I, haven't you realized that in the scripture, they started getting close to the body of Moses. They wanted to take the body of Moses. The day God departs from the man, they know. That is when the time, the time you sin, certain things begin to afflict you. The time a man falls into sin, you will see that you start going into certain things. You will see affliction upon affliction. Haven't you realized that? Yes. What is happening? The enemy says that the day you lose God, let me tell you, a dissociation from God is an association to the witchcraft or to the enemy. Your dissociation from God is even an induction ceremony for the devil they are going to introduce you to them so the day the day you leave god let let me tell you my brothers and sisters let nothing let nothing take you from god let nothing take you from god love him love him in pain even if you pray nothing happens still love him love him love him i read my bible and I saw something, and the Bible said, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And the Bible said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall inherit the earth. Then I said, like, Wow, I love this portion. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall inherit the earth. Now, the word inherit the earth is to take dominion, for they shall host the earth. 
So, so when I studied that portion of scripture, I saw that anything you host, there must there should be something you do to host that thing. You cannot just host the presence of God in empty cost, in an empty cost. It will cost you everything. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. It means that if you are not merciful, the cost of obtaining mercy is to be merciful. The cost to um, host the earth is to be a peacemaker. Am I talking to somebody? The cost to host God's presence. Is to sacrifice everything. Am I talking to somebody? So the day God leave you, your family which is aware. And the day you get close to God, they are aware. And that is why they can tell you, eh, yeah, yeah, why are you always going to church? Won't you help your mother? This person, you know, and they will use all kinds of things. Eh, all your money you have, you always give it to that young guy called George Makego. You always sacrifice your seed to him. That guy, what is that guy giving to you? Tell him it's not the guy, it's his God. Even if God chooses not to give me anything out of what I do, I will still give to him because it belongs to him. What have I lose? I don't pay for the breath. I don't pay for the life I'm living. So what have I lose? He has given me strength. It is not my own. The brain that is working for them to pay me, it is his own. So what have I lose? What have I lost? So make sure that in all your losing, don't lose the presence of God. Somebody say, in all my losing, in all my loss, I will not lose God. I will not lose his presence. In the name of Jesus. My God. The people in verse 9, they say, be strong. Now listen, be strong and quit yourselves like men, O ye Philistines, that ye be not servant unto the Hebrews, as they have been to you. Quit yourselves like men and fight. These people now began to raise themselves. They begin to bring certain words to charge themselves. Now this is a charge. Be strong and quit yourself like men. Now it means that don't see yourself as a man. See yourself as a mortal being. See yourself. Say, quit as men. Don't be like a man because men are always afraid. Say, oh, 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 ye Philistines. Be strong and quit yourselves like men. Oh, ye Philistines, that ye be no servant unto the Hebrews as they have been to you. Quit yourselves like men and fight. And the Philistines fought, and Israel was smitten, and they fled every man into his tent. Listen, they thought when the Ark of the Covenant came, it would save them. But they don't know that 
if you know the Bible, but you don't know the God of the Bible, it cannot save you. If you know your man of God, but you don't know the God of your man of God, he cannot help you. It doesn't matter how anointed I am. If God chooses not to respond to the word I say, you will not be helped. Am I speaking to somebody? Tonight, am I helping somebody to grow? Now, the Ark of the Covenant speaks about the presence of God. The presence, an element of the presence of God, a symbol of the presence of God was with them. But because they didn't know God themselves, because they have done something evil in the face of God, God was not in that thing. You can be in the church and God is not in that church. It represents God, but yes, it represents God. It carries the name of God, yet God is not in it. Today, if there is one thing that you ask God, one thing that you sacrifice everything for is the presence of God. God willing, tomorrow morning, around maybe 4 a.m., tomorrow maybe you might, you might come at 4 a.m., you might have two services, belong, I have missed you people. But my boy have done justice to everything. I thank God that even when I'm not here, still church goes on. That is what I was always praying for. Because the church is not centered on me. Fellowship is not centered on me. It is God. Whether I'm here or not, things must be done the way God wants it to be done. And I could see that it is because of the presence of God. So it makes the platform alive, whether I am here or I'm not here. I thank God. God bless you people too for being mature people that you are always here to learn. You are not here only because of a man. I know that an encounter with a man can draw you to the man. I know. Nevertheless, you are not only here because of the man, but you are here because of God. And because of this, may God reward everybody. May God bless everybody for me in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. All the people that were praying for me, that keeps on praying for me. God bless you. I see it all by the special grace of God. I have been sensing it and I have been discerning it. Those people who mention my names at night, pray for me. Father, preserve our prophet for us. May God bless you. May God reward you. God has seen it in secret. You need not to even tell me. For God himself will reward you. May God honor you in Jesus' name. I beg you, what you have learned today, let it stand, let it remain. Do not listen today and despise it. Let it remain in your heart. Let it fill you and let it be your walking chair. In the name of Jesus, the presence of God is all you need. They carry the Ark of the Covenant, thinking they have the presence of God. But the devil messed them up. But the devil, the Philistines, shut them up. God willing, tomorrow morning, I will show you what to do to activate the presence of God. And in activating the presence of God, I will teach you the things you will go through so that you will be aware and you will be informed in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody say after me, 
Yes, I'll publish the message. I, I will do it. I will do so. Don't worry. Say, Father Lord, I've heard your word today. Help me, Father, to live in you, in obedience of you. Help me so that I may know the manifest presence in my life. Lord, deny me not of thy presence, but fill me with your presence. In the name of Jesus, from today, any sinful nature of man that has detached me from you, O God, today because of your word that I've heard, Father, let your presence detach me from the kingdom of darkness and make me whole once again to live for your purpose and to live for your plan. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. How are you feeling now after saying the prayers? Like a new breeze. I don't know if you are feeling it. The presence of God has refreshed himself. I don't know if you had that same experience. It's like an, some air be buff also. Just like that. Wow. Man of God, Adam, God bless you, sir. I've missed you. I hope mama, mama is doing good. I hope mama is well. Okay, greetings to mommy. What's it, Medonopa? God bless everybody that joined. God bless you all. God willing, 4 a.m. I missed you dearly. She's doing well. She's on the platform. Oh, okay. Mommy, mommy, I've missed you. Only because of you, I'm coming to US. I hope when I come to US, I will get for food to eat. Yes, I'll get for food to eat in US. That is the only thing that is stopping me from coming to US. So I'm coming to US. I know as for you, dear. Oh, Granny Annie. My granny is the reason why I'm coming to US. Before I, before I go to mommy, mommy, I'm going my granny, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glory. You will get everything. She has everything. No. Uh huh. Oh, 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 I'm coming, cry. But we can't make men and now answer. Granny wants and I'm a woman. My poor granny Latin so. Me come a granny for no we are. Not my bad mommy, mommy for no. We are my poor sister, sister for no. Not my poor daughter, daughter for no. My poor grandchildren, grandchildren for no. Okay. UK, UK, I'm coming to my daughter, Louisa. Yes. Yeah, just for you, will be there too. 
Okay, so today was a wonderful day. God bless everybody. Father, I've missed you all, guys. Those of you who were checking up on me whilst I was not live, God bless you. I really appreciate you people checking up on me. It means a lot to me, Pa. It means a lot to me. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And may God reward you and honor you all so much. In Jesus' mighty name. 4 a.m. we are meeting for morning tongues, prophetic prayers. And at 6, the second service, I will continue my teachings on the presence of God. My name is George Makigo. Until we meet again, bye for now.